Okay, okay. Um, this is my podcast, man. I know I haven't been on for a long time. This is Giffy Messiah, and I got my man. What's your name, man? Gary Irving in the building. Gary Irving. Yes, Gary Irving. Okay, okay. Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. Gary Irving. Gary, man. Oh my goodness, bro. But snazzy. You got it. Yeah. So pretty much like. You know, I haven't been on it for a long time because, it's, you know, we passed New Year's. It's finally 2020. You know, it's a decade now. It's our second decade. So, you know, um, the thing I wanted to talk about is dealing with peer pressure. So what is peer pressure? So is when, I guess, when someone has, I guess, when someone doesn't want to do anything or doesn't want to do a particular thing because it may seem wrong to them. But, you know, I guess their peers, their peers will try to pretty much convince them to do it if it if they don't use either, you know, intimidation or someone that could really, you know, persuade them to do it. And I feel like, you know, a lot of us, you know, we do things that we shouldn't do just based off of peer pressure. And, you know, and we end up doing things you know, that are not us. And as a result, we end up starting to create bad habits. And I wouldn't say peer pressure doesn't just come from my friends, but it comes from like the internet, the media, you know, a lot of music videos as well. You know, Social media, just say social media in general. Yeah, social media in general. They really would, they really would get you, you know, and, and not just... I would say, you know, a lot of advertisements, I would consider that as some sort of some sort of pressure, you know, people giving out surveys because you, you know, you don't even want to do it, but their approach might be way too aggressive. Here you go. It may it may be way too aggressive. I'm sorry to like be like <laughs> ignorant, but um what we're doing this at, like there's a party going upstairs and I don't hey, know if y'all can hear bro. it. So I'm sorry if y'all like can hear it like some of the music, but I try to do my best to like, kind of, I don't know, get that, like, black that out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about peer pressure, bro? Honestly, um, you're the, like the needle on the head when you said like peer pressure is really anything that you know. I have to give an example. Me and him going somewhere and let's mm-hmm. say I don't like, you know, eating sushi or something like that. Just mm-hmm. for example, but he loves it. And um, I, like I said, I don't really like it, but he's like, hey, you, you should try this, you should try this, blah, 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 blah. And then he does, you know, all these other things and probably to say so many other things to get you, like, get me into, like, the mindset of, like, hey, you should try this. Why not try this? You know, oh, you're scared, you're a punk or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you really hit it when I say, like, the social media thing. Social media is, like, a huge thing of peer pressure. And the reason why I say that is because there's so many people that are online that are doing things that they see other people, like, doing. And it's just like, oh, I want to get liked or I want to do, um, you know, I want to get likes. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it all basically comes back to like peer pressure. The reason why I say that is because, um, what is what is a good example? I mean, uh, I had a, like a really good example. Like, you know, the challenges and stuff that go on. Like a lot of people do that. Yeah. Like, um, I'm trying to name one, but I can't name a challenge. Nice challenge? Would I, you say that? I mean, I was thinking something like more so like the pranks. Put it like this. Um... I know this is kind of old, but back on YouTube or back in like the day, like two, three years ago, there used to be, you know, this huge thing where like people go out and pranks and record themselves. And, you know, so many people would do it, but it was almost like peer pressure. The reason why I'm saying it's almost like peer pressure is because so many other people watched other people do it. And they were like, hey, I can do that too. In a way, everybody was trying to like one up somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they were like, hey, I'll do like a prank where I pull up like people's pants. 
And like one guy had a gun on him. Like that peer pressure can lead to. Oh, yeah, you're talking about that TV. Oh man, the French, the French crazy. YouTube, and, it, yeah. and it tells people that it's okay to do it. Much, you know, and it, because it's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely agree with that. You know, I feel like if you're trying to peer pressure somebody, you know, it could be also a positive thing. You know, you like I went ice skating today and I don't know how to ice skate for my life. <laughs> I'm I fell on my butt I fell on my <laughs> right butt cheek, you know what I mean? But I got back up and I just started skating again, you know, and it was fun for the most part because I'm trying something new, you know, and you know, I did a lot of things, you know, and sometimes it can't come off as peer pressure because your friends are really, you know, I'm not talking about smoking cigarettes or anything, but if they feel like this thing could positively make you grow, why not take the opportunity, you know? But, you know, I have a good example for like peer pressure. So when I used to go to high school, I used to go to Panther Creek uh, and I wanted to go to the Army or the Marines. I used to go to Marines, and uh, my mom, without even telling me, she um, she calls one of the um, drill sergeants, and <laughs> the drill sergeant, <laughs> his name, oh, where? Yeah, his name was um, Officer. No, not Officer. His name was Sergeant Wu. His name was Sergeant Wu, and he was asking me, "Oh, yeah, do you drink and stuff?" I'm like, "No, I don't drink. I don't do none of that." He was like, "You're lying." I'm like. Why would, I, why would I lie about that? So then he wanted to have a meeting with him and another, with another of his colleagues. And he was a private and he was colorblind. He was colorblind, apparently. Okay. So they were, they came to my house and, you know, I'm in just my shorts and my tank top. And they gave me the exam. The drug test? Like the, the, the P test? No, not the P test, oh. but like it was a, it was like an exam yeah. where like um, they it, it kind of like places you like the ASVAB. Yeah, oh, okay. I did I did bad, <laughs> just saying. But you know, Don't since I did, bad. huh? Don't feel bad. I, I, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, it's crazy because like you know, I'm I'm a dude where like I'm not saying everyone. It's crazy. They they lit up here. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But you know like. They used to, you know, I don't know. Like, they were just trying to persuade me to go because I'm the type of person, like, if one of my friends, like, I'm, like, pretty much if someone tells me to do something, I'm more likely to do it. Not to anybody, but if it's someone that I care for and they want me to do something, and, you know, sometimes I'm going to do it for the sake of them. And not doing drugs or anything like that, but if it's something that, you know, that would help them out and and I do it because I care, I'm more willing to do it. So, so, you know, um, so they were like really trying to persuade me to join and they were trying to, they were like, yo, you know, how was your, cause at the time I used to run cross country as well. And my mile time was, it was like my fastest mile time was, was like five minutes and 18 seconds. That was my fastest one. And they were, you know, they were like, oh my God, you know, we need you. We need you. I was like, you know, like, and I was just getting the pressure. They would just, I don't know, man. They were just like, join, like, join, join, join. And I'm like, I don't know. But then I get a text message and the text message didn't even have nothing to do with it. You had their number? They had your number? No, oh. it was from someone else. I was going to be like, and it was like, your number. It was like, man, enjoy. Don't your, give them your number. Oh, no. It was like, enjoy your life. Like, joy. And I just thought about the reminder, like, I'm not going to be happy, you know, if I join the army because 
I don't want to feel like that's something that, like, you know, and a lot of people, they do it because that's the only thing they can do. Like, that's not the, that's the only option that they have. They may be getting money, you get what I mean? But I don't want to feel like I'm going to the army and I'm risking my life or the Marines. I'm sorry. The Marines is, you know. Are you getting ready to join the Marines too? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about it too. It's crazy. So then the dude, so then, you know, it's the the drill sergeant. He was like, you know, trying to persuade me to go. Like, it was a business advertisement. Okay. And the other dude that was with him, he was like, tell, tell us the truth. <laughs> like, he was like, be real with us. I was just like, man, you know what? I don't even want to do it no more. I don't even want to join. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to join, you know? And they were like, why, why, why? And I'm like, because, you know, I have, like, a lot of my family members, like, you know, my... Um, my grandfather, he was a medic in the army, um, but he did it to get into a medical school to get, you know, to pay off his medical dues. And, you know, and then my uh, my cousin, he used to be a Marine until he got court-martialed. Okay. Um, so that was it. And, you know, he told me a lot of bad experiences about it. And so I'm just like, mm, you know, I might as well follow them because these, you know, these are like my family members. They could be wrong, but... You know, just from how the Marines are, I feel like they're kind of like peer pressure me to kind of like, you know, make me join them in low key. I, I felt pressured as heck. But, you know, for something I really didn't want to do. Um, so. That they will peer pressure you. Know, yeah. Know. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I have my own experience like um, last year. Like, it's like, you know, like, uh, it's like around spring springtime mm. there's this girl she's like really trying to mess with and like I feel like this is almost a bait situation the reason why I say this is because like the marine recruiter is like you know on campus and he's walking around he's like trying to you know get people to join them with the marines so I was like I know who he is but what's odd about it is that like I'd say two weeks prior I had seen him at like Chick-fil-A I left school got lunch and I was like oh alright cool he come, he was in there and I didn't, like didn't speak to him he asked me about the marines I was like nah and just like two weeks later, I seen the same guy again. And I was like, yo. Mm. But the girl, I knew her because she was in my English class like the previous semester. And so we started talking. Um, she started telling me about like her joining Marines. I had seen you know, her snapping everything. And she was like, you should join. Blah, 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 blah. And next thing I know, he used her because he knew I was like, you mm. trying to Exactly, shot. yeah. And so he she came just over, shot for real. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> she, she just shot for over, real. He comes over, like, she comes over, she, like, get my number and stuff, then I was like, oh, yeah, she really want to talk to me now. Ain't no more snap. And so, he comes over, and then I don't know what, he's like, oh, so you're thinking about joining the Marines, huh? Oh, wow. And so, I was like, uh, yeah, because, like, she's right there. I can't say no, because, you know, she, like, Mm-mm. I'm a hero better, to this girl now. You better say, nah, what the fuck you doing? It was the worst, bro. It was the, one of the worst things I've ever done. The reason why I say that is because, like, he got my number. He texted me. He was like, hey, you should come. Mm-hmm. Come see, um, like, the office. What is it like? I'll tell you anything you want to know. You got any questions? Boom. It's not very cool. I'm doing my best to, like, try to, like, stay away from, like, everything the Marine has. He gave me, like, blocks, and he put them in order. And he put them, like, on a table like this. Yeah, and yeah. he was like... He did the same thing to me. It was education, <laughs> finance. Yes. Yeah. Camaraderie. Team was work. he Asian? No, nah, he was black. Oh, okay. Asian. Was he short? Kind of. I mean... Oh, you you were in Cary, though, right? I, I live that, in Cary. Yeah, so... Cary, you went to the Cary... No, nah, I went to the, like, the one in Garner. The, the Garner office. That's the one I had to go to, but I know... They didn't go to my office. They, was, or they, they didn't go to... I didn't go to an office. I went... 
to the so he went to Miles. Oh, okay. I was so, gonna say like, cause like on Saturdays, like when they do their like, um, like their like Saturday training session, they do like one time a month, mm-hmm. like the garden like area and the carry like recruiting office. They would like work out together at, like a park. Yeah. And like I went to that like twice. That's crazy, bro. But like, um, they were literally like he's like put them in order, and I put everything in like the craziest order. I had like finance first, mm. teamwork, camaraderie, education. And then it was experience. I had everything. Like, oh, bro, I tried to be like the most selfish, like, like the the worst pick you could ever have. Like, I was like, I told him, I was like, yo, look, I know, like, in the Marines, in the like, just the military in general, it's supposed to be like camaraderie. That's like the thing everybody pushes, but really, the Marines push that a lot. But I was like, look, if we go out in a battle. There's 30 of us, and I see a grenade. The person that sees it is supposed to jump on it. I got the mentality. Oh, what, for real? Yeah, like, it's supposed to be take one for the team, so that way the team can still keep fighting. But, like, look, if I see it and y'all don't see me run away, 29 of them are coming back. What I was also told was that with that story, like, you're not no individual. Like, you're you're property. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like, if you die... Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to, you know, downplay the army because, like, you know, I, I salute them for, you know, everything that they're doing, you know, or not even the army, like the Marines, Navy SEALs, because they do have a hard-ass job. They go into a whole foreign area yeah. where they don't know any, well, they know allies in that area, but, you know, they don't really know their surroundings as, as much. Exactly. And they have to depend on veteran soldiers or they have to depend on their own experiences. Prior training. Yeah. Um... That's crazy. Um, literally, like with the Marines, I know like I don't know how like the other branches are, but I just know like terms and conditioning. Like he kept selling me on the idea like oh being a reserve is only six years, it's only six years. So I was like thinking, I was like, six years is a while. That's a while. And I like as more as I came to like more of the PT sessions, which is like their training sessions. Mm. I don't know, did you ever go to any of those? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I I wanted to figure that shit out first. I wanted to figure out yeah, what I was so signing for. I went to like the PT session. Yeah, that's why I didn't. I never signed, but PT is like where they train, and you can go as a guest. That's yeah, that's. But um, you can go as a guest, and so I would go and like see what they like the police who were like the future like Marines. They're getting ready to get shipped out to boot camp. Mm-hmm. They had, like just come to like work out, kind of get like a somewhat similized like uh simulation of like what it would be like on like um boot camp, like when they actually go to boot camp, and so. Literally, and this is why I say, like, it's kind of crazy. The more I would go to boot camp and I was like thinking about like six, uh, like the six years, I didn't realize, like, later on, it's a total of eight. Like, if you're a reserve, you spend six years as a reserve and then you spend two more extra years, like, as active duty, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Like, if you're a reserve, it's four years. I mean, uh, like, active duty, it's four, and then it's mm-hmm. two years, so a total of six years in the Marines. And that's how those contracts work. I didn't know that until like later on. And so I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. I was really going to go sign up. I was like six years. I mean, I, I might, I was so hesitant on the idea about it. Cause it was like, you know, I can pay for school. Not that I, I'm going to say I necessarily need help, but like I, we can't, you know, I'm not trying to say like I need the help. Like as much as like I was around other people. Like, the other, like, guys that were around me, I could see, like, they needed, like, something. Like, like you were saying, like, a lot of them were, like, and I don't want to say this to be, like, bad, but there's a lot of gullible, like, people there. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, oh, the military, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
a lot of them didn't have like plans to go to like college. A lot of them didn't have. A lot of them didn't really have like this. Goals. This is like, it, you know, it's funny because one of my friends in you know ethics class, they were saying like every like every some people say it's a gang, you know, as a big gang, you know, but some people find it to find family, you know, to find friends, you know, to, because that's the only thing that they know. You know, so it's like whenever, you know, I feel like so I feel like most people that apply to be a Marine or that are employed, um, they do it because, you know, they want to fill a role in society, you know. So that's something I, I didn't want to just be like, oh, you know, if that's something that you're really passionate about. Like, that's something you really want to do. Like, do it. But I feel like a lot of social pressure you know, that's where it comes from, from people doing it or people got to handle finances or whatever. People got to take care of their business or whatever. So that's the reason why, you know, some people go, some people don't go, you know, they don't, you know, I'm like some people hear like, oh, I never heard of someone say I'm doing this for my country. They do they, They're trying to get money. Now, now I, I do have to like, you hear that once you get into like, when I was like a PT, I did hear people be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this like. I'd ask them, like, why are they, like, really part of the Marines? And then they'd be like, uh, the camaraderie, the, the doing this for my country. And what's crazy about it is, like, when I went to, like, PT, it was, like, three people there, like, the girl I was trying to mess with, like, that I wanted to talk to. She was, like, from the Dominican Republic. Now, I get that that's still, you know, considered, like, U.S. territory. But then we had another guy who was, like, from Senegal. And, like, somebody else who was, like, from um, uh, somewhere in South America. And so I was like, can y'all really fight for, like, the the U.S. military? Like, in the U.S. military? Like... You guys are saying fight for your country, like, I, like I won't even try to be like, 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 rude about it or anything like that, like disrespectful. But I'm just like, I didn't know that they could do that because they like, one guy had just lived over here for probably a little less than a year, and he's like about to be a marine. He's he's a marine now. Mm. And I, I was like, okay. He said he I probably I say a little more than a year and a half, maybe two years, and now he's a marine. I was like, wow. Yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, I never, from my experiences, I never heard, like, like from, you know, the little thing that they, you know, from the little interview I had with, you know, the drill sergeant or whatever. I never, he did it based off of him feeling like, because he said he was a gamer. He was a gamer. And then he wanted to be a Marine because he felt like he was being lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was why I never heard of someone saying, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I, you know, people don't say it, but I feel like some people, they, they only do it, you know, I, to pay off finances or to fill a role in society, man. You, you know, because a lot of my friends in high school, they could have been doing track, you know, they, they could have been doing a lot of shit, but they decided to fool around. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I want to do this for money now. Cause that's like a lot, like that's like a last stand, really. Cause like what they do, like recruiter, I just feel like what they do is they peer pressure you with the idea of like, hey, you want to make you know, good money, reasonable money, get great benefits on you know, um, I guess housing, healthcare, and other things like that. Join the military, or you know, join the navy, join the marine, mm-hmm. join the air force. You know, um, I just feel like that's the peer pressure, like those benefits, just. The recruiters like the message because a lot of them are kind of shady. Like they're gonna try to get you the best way they can, and because you know that's like a bonus for them. Like as many people they can recruit in, 
They get like a check for that or, you know, something. I don't know how it works, but they get like a little bonus for that. And there's, and you know, and even though we have this problem with a lot of people, not just in the Marines, not just, you know, I'm just talking about just in things that we don't want to do, you know, and, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of ways to deal with negative peer pressure. So I feel like there's negative and positive peer pressure, but positive is more like them trying to, you know, make you do something that you may have never done before, like go to a hockey game or, you know, watch this movie or, you know, go do something that you never have done before, you know, that is legal, you know, that is legal. But, you know, but for the negatives, you know, just a lot of things, you know, a lot of reinforcements is to think about the bad, to think about the negative effects on you doing it, you know, uh, like when where I used to live, like I know people that like used to smoke weed a lot and these were with gangsters and wannabe thugs and I, and I put that on myself. I'm not saying those are the main people that do it, but I saw these people doing it, so that kind of t- that kind of gave me a negative reinforcement on them. On, I mean, on me to not do it, you know, or like think about what this person would think. Oh, oh, like oh, think about what your mom would think. Think about what your little sister would think. Think about what my two nephews would think, you know. So, you know, at the end of the day, like you gotta, you know, you either gotta show by example on what a good role model is, you know, and that's just me though, you know, um, another thing is give yourself reminders, you know, like give yourself reminders of, you know, things not to do, you know, I don't know. I mean, just mainly just to kind of think logically on the negatives that will happen. And most cases when negative peer, peer pressure occurs, the negative effects outweigh the positive, you know, so you got any, uh, um, just a quick, like, you know, example, positive peer pressure on my end. I would say anything that, you know, is something that you know would be the right thing. And like, for example, just being able to like, let's say we're getting ready to take a test. Test is coming up soon. You just kind of keep urging me to like study. I feel like that would be the positive. Mm-hmm. Peer yeah, pressure. yeah, definitely. So anything that leads to like a positive outcome or anything that they're trying to help you with and it's not in a bad way. Like, for example, like, hey, you should, uh, you know, try to lose weight. You should start trying to exercise more, you know, like run a mile every day, mm-hmm. or run a mile every other week or I mean, every other day or you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's like the positive or my example of positive peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it for me on that topic. And when you do things, I feel like peer pressure, it kind of makes you regret it even more. Um, I'm not saying positive, but negative peer pressure, because it wasn't your decision. <laughs> it was not your decision because you're going to be like, dang, you know, like, you know, if you want to do those type of things, do it because you want to, you know, do it because, you know, that's what you felt that you wanted to do. Because if you're doing it based off of, I guess, like, Someone telling you something, honestly, reacting to negative prayer pressure, that makes you look weak in a lot of cases, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've been to many occasions where someone gave me a wee blunt. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And, you know, because I want to, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I need it. So if I feel like I don't need it and plus is illegal, you know, I'm not going to 
I'm not gonna, I don't want it. You know, so at the end of the day, this is more of, you know, um, just thinking logically in those type of cases and thinking about those people that love you that would know that they don't want you to do that, you know? So. What's the next topic? What's the next topic? Yeah. Um, we could talk about, we could talk about college teaching. So what we've learned in college so far? No. Um, so college teaching, I feel like to me, is more, you may have a different opinion, but it's more about, um, you know, growing into the adult world, you know, and... That's a good topic then. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that's, that's a good topic. Okay. No, I'm saying it's a good topic. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, like, high school, middle school, you know what I mean? They, we only taught, you know, really obedience on things that we should take and stuff like that. And we never taught to how, we, like, you know, like, we never taught how to live life, you know, um, there's plenty of cases where, you know, I remember there was, um, I think it was in Beverly Hills, a lot of kids would kill themselves because their their grades were low. Like, the only thing I fear is getting my ass whooped for getting a grade that low, you know. But at the end of the day, like, I just, you know, like, it's just, it's just crazy, you know. Like, we're never taught how to be, you know, how to handle situations such as, how to handle, you know, like I said, prayer pressure, or unless we're taking that class, you know, taking some type of like sexual class, like sexual ed. I took that in eighth grade, but um, we're never really, you know, we never really talking about that. So, what do you think about just like? I would say school. Okay. I would say school. I'm um, sorry. Okay, not school. I'd say the jump. I, I mean, to me, I feel like. I don't know how to like put this, but I really feel like high schools don't, because the topic was college teachings. But um, my fault. I meant uh, teaching overall. Oh, okay. I was gonna I say that jump overall. from like high school to college. I just feel like there should be more, like, of a tutorial or some type of like structural, like some type of thing where it can prepare you. Some kind of format that's structured around, you know, making that jump towards college. And not a lot of high schools, especially mm-hmm. underfunded schools. For those kids that are, you know, I feel like all kids are pretty much, you know, academically gifted to get into, like, you know, a university. Not everyone chooses to, but I'm seeing the ones that do. The, you know, amount who do choose to go to, like, a college, I just feel like they should be prepared to go into, like, like know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, whether you go to, you know, a university or you go to a community college. I, now, there are, you know, similarities and differences between the two. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like there should be some kind of way that, you know, people... Easy transition. Yeah, like, coming in, mm. okay, first things first. When I get there, I should have a schedule, you know, of everything that I need to get down. Time management is a huge thing. Knowing when and knowing where to be at. High school does not teach yeah. you about time management. I can Did literally, like, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I can good. literally in high school, let's say assignment is due, like, today is Saturday, but let's say assignment was due this Monday or this Tuesday. I can literally wait till Tuesday morning, finish an assignment, and get it done. Yeah. No one told me, like, you know, there should be a class where there's literally, like, okay, in college, like a college prep class. 
and I'm not saying like a college level like like hey this is like a college level math or this is college level English I'm saying a class is just centered around gearing you towards college gearing you towards you know if you don't want to go to college there should be a school like a class in high school that should be geared towards like trades just trades for those people who want to go to trade school or for those people who want to go in the, like the military like I mean they have ROTC and stuff like that mm-hmm. but there should be a class just like that for like college and it should be literally a day by like each week there should be like a like simple assignments on like okay John is you know going to the university you know he's got this 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 and this he needs to learn on time management okay well we're gonna make this week is gonna be a planner for John and that should be like one of the assignments and just things they need to know about like um filling out uh, um filling out looking for money you know scholarships loans grants learning more about that Cause when people get you know their refund check or whatever they like whatever it is in like school oh the kids immediately blow that like we have like um what is it money management programs and stuff like that but people don't adhere to it and that's what they be- don't like and it's because like they're not they're, it's not in their curriculum yeah. you know so it's kind of like we're only taking classes that we need to transfer if you're talking about community college and you know and you know when someone's going to a four-year university you know like you know how many people quit, and I realized like when when I was at Wake Tech, when I'm you know I'm I'm at, currently at Wake Tech right now, and so many people left you know from ECU, from UNCG, from you know just in the North Carolina area, and they're like, I, and I'm like thinking like, bro, if mom if I said that like I would quit college, I would literally just be gone. Is battery exhausted. Yeah, it overheated. Damn. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. But yeah, my fault. But um, but yeah, um, you know, like they just don't really understand on what is going on with the classes that they may be taking or the setting, their environment, you know, just all that type of stuff, you know. So I'm like, why you quit? I'm like, yo, how does your mom pay for my sister? Like she quit college, and that was a lot. My, my my grandfather he had to pay like twenty seven grand, more than twenty seven grand. Was she out of state? No, oh. she wasn't. She wasn't out of state. Hmm. But then the day is just like you know we're never taught time management, not as in like doing homework, but planning out your classes. You know, because I took morning and night classes. Oof. Yeah, taking a night class is rough. Stupid. Like I don't like. Okay, now. But see, here's the thing about that. Like, just with classes in general, there's certain classes that are filled for, like, those people. Like, some people, you know, due to, like, their, like, you know, day-to-day schedule, they need those night classes. So, I, I don't mind that. Or taking mm-hmm. an online class, I feel like you need to be, like, mature and responsible enough to be like, okay, since I'm going to take a class, let's say, online, that, okay, I know there's work due every week or, you know, there's work due every two weeks. I've got to, you know, stay on it and get it done. Because no one's reminding you on that. You, that's no like one's reminds you. You, but some people remind you. Some I mean, teacher yeah, reminds yeah, you though. Out. You know, I, I get all these blackboard apps and shit too, just to fucking <laughs> tell me when the assignment is due. You know, when they put the assignment on. You know, download all these apps. Download. You know, go to the uh, advisor. All this other stuff like that. That shit is important, man. And I had to learn all that shit by myself. I had to learn. 
like the classes I should take, the class, like what time those classes have to begin. Do I want to do in the morning? Do I want to do at night? You know what I mean? Do I have to study for it? Make a group chat? You know what I mean? You want to know something funny? What? When I first came into like college, I was failing. You was failing? Yeah. And the reason, but let me elaborate a little bit on this. I feel, first I feel semester, too. first semester, first two, three weeks in the class, like I was getting ready to go to school and I was just going to school. Like the first week, you know, the first couple of days, they don't really do anything to go over the syllabus. They, uh, you know, tell you about like maybe like what's the class about. You might have like one simple assignment. And that's about it. But like that next week, like we had like a little assignment. So it was like week three. I had missed a quiz in my like humanities class. I had missed, um, it was like three weeks of homework. I had missed for my, my grow economics class. It was like um, this paper that I had wrote. I didn't know like how to turn it in. And I had a problem turning it in. Like I had turned it in. Um, I thought I turned it in right, but I turned it wrong for my English class. And so it was just like, there's a lot of stuff that like, I didn't know how to do. But like as I realized I was failing, I checked my grades and stuff. And I was like, yo, I, like, I, I had like 60s and like, um, microeconomics, I was legit failing that because I didn't know how to do the work on the actual, like, Blackboard. I didn't know that we had, like, quizzes on, like, the Blackboard, and there's also quizzes on, like, you know, the, um... The, Cengage? Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. And I literally had to, like, get myself together because I was like, my parent, Like, my mom paid for that. Mm. Like, even though it's... It was, like, super cheaper for me to be at, like, the community college and do this, mm-hmm. that was still money out of her pocket. And I was like, I can't just, you know, openly tell her I failed because my mom has huge expectations for me, and I'm an only child. So being that I am an only child and then, you know, having such high expectations from, like, my parents for me to, you know, go to school and be successful and then tell them I failed out. Like, I understand she would know, okay, it wasn't for me, but mm-hmm. I've always thought college was for me. So, like, I was like, okay, let me get this in gear. And that's when I just changed everything like I literally went to te- talk to my teachers like hey I need help this is my like a freshman I need like advice um can I redo the assignments they were like lucky like I was lucky enough that my teacher let me do all my micro assignments over it's like thank you I started going to office hours I started going to the library I went to like all the research like the, the ILCs like the the help centers and just I really like stepped on the gas and was just like okay you know what let me turn all this around and I did like it went from like 60s and C's to like B's and A's and I mean I got one C that was English I was never really good at English mm-hmm. but hey um, I took the next English that I had to take for me being an engineer major and I got a B so I felt like the champ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying like I kind of wish like high school, the way high school was structured they didn't have so many freebies just because like you go to college with the mentality like, oh, I might still be able to do this. If you still have that, you know, high school mentality, mm-hmm. you carry that over. That's why I feel like they need to get that out. And I know they stress that a lot, but high schoolers, I didn't care in high school. Like, mm. I just wanted to, like, I, I cared enough to, like, do good and have a decent GPA so I could get into any school that I wanted to get into. But at the same time, I just wanted to leave once I got into my junior and senior year. Mm. Yeah. That's all I like. Wish I like the college teaching is just they helped a little. Bit. Yeah, but you have to make that initiation as well. Like you gotta make that initiative to talk about you know to go up to the teacher and be like, hey yo, I need your help. Blah blah blah. I need your help because you can't just a teacher's not gonna come up to you and be like, do you need help? Like yeah. the teacher's not gonna do that. He, she's gonna do her job. She's gonna do her lecture. She's gonna make you do the lab time. If you don't ask during lab time. 
then SOL. I guess so well. So you have to email her or do whatever, you know, so you know Or in some situations though, there's like, you know, they have TAs and if you can, you know, connect with a TA somehow, then you shoot her an email or if you can shoot her in class, see get to her in class. Um I was really lucky though, like in one of my classes, my engineering graphics class, mm. like my uh, professor would like do stuff in lab and she was like who need I mean class and she's like who needs help and she would stop and come help us because I, I feel like <clears throat> all the assignments could be done in class we had like quizzes we, we had to do at home but everything else we could have done in class mm -hmm. and that was like super dope I came in there like I just showed her like I wanted to do good mm -hmm. I, like I felt like it was a hard class I just made it hard myself yeah and it, sometimes it's like that literally she would come help me she realized that I wanted to get help I was in there every like like she would let us come in an hour early I was there waiting I'd be the only one in the room probably be two three other people in the room and I was just getting my help that was it mm -hmm. but yeah man um, and so like the last like I guess our last topic is going to be really uh, New Year's resolutions yeah <laughs> it's a little late to yeah. do this but um, it's like the 25th so, I mean, school kind of backed me up work, school just everything my guy really um, what is your New Year's resolution? I don't fucking know, man. Um, cause a lot of people they post shit about how they're gonna change, and you know, and like it's kind of like, you know, they, they they post on social media, they give those little lectures like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm like, you're still gonna do the same thing you was doing two years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like, to me, I don't have a New Year's re resolutions. I just stay focused. What do you mean? Literally, what I mean by that is staying focused is just this thing that I always say to myself is like I gotta stay focused, and mm -hmm. because I like like I said I was failing the first like um like I was failing like the first couple of weeks of like freshman semester, mm -hmm. and when I picked it up, I literally went on this like grind. Like I went and said, okay, I'm gonna you know finish out strong I did it and then I was like okay I want to do better the next semester and then you know I took like um, two classes in the summer got A's so I was mm -hmm. like okay cool you know let me keep this mentality up where I like study really hard I stay ahead on things and I'm just you know making time to do the other things that I want to do like I told myself like I wanted to make more videos I didn't really you know make any YouTube videos but you know started the podcast and mm -hmm. we got the podcast jumping it's like on YouTube now it was just so many things that I wanted to like elevate myself as not only like in life but I'm saying like mentally and physically I guess if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah, like, yeah I want to mature as a person like I see like I'm yeah they they won they got like slamming something <laughs> they won but um I just wanted to keep like maturing like I just feel like I'm going up on a staircase and each time I'm just going higher and higher until mm -hmm. Like, I understand situations, like, okay, things, people, and I'm starting to, like, realize that I'm going to be okay in the world. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, where I'm going and how I'm doing it, I think in a couple of years, when I have this engineering degree, I will be okay in the world. Mm -hmm. I will be fine. You? Um, I feel like there's, I feel like it shouldn't be a New Year's re resolutions. I feel like it should be an everyday resolution. Uh, this may sound crazy. It may not. I don't care. But I feel like every day you should always search for improvement within yourself. And it may take time, but, you know, knowing the problem and trying to figure out what ways you can do, like, you can find those solutions for you, you know, because 
why would you wait 365 days just for you to think that you need to change? You get what I mean? And stuff like that. You know, you know, if you feel like there's a disadvantage within yourself, if you feel like there's ways to kind of like make yourself become better, why not take that opportunity? You know, why not? Because, you know, a lot of people, they think that because since it's working for them, you know, um, it could work for someone else. And even though it may work for you, it may not work for someone else. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's just like, you know, sometimes just, you know, to me, you just need to figure out what ways, you know, to change yourself and to improve on an everyday basis so you can become better and those around you can become better depending on who you hang around with. My fault. Depending on who you hang around with. But yeah. I feel like I, I totally agree. I don't feel like you know you need three hundred sixty five days to like make it. I get it. You know you want a new year, fresh start, new year, new you. Who this? You know. Mm-hmm. But like one common example is like the gym memberships. Like so many people get gym memberships at the beginning of the year, and they're like, "I'm gonna work out this year. I'm gonna you know change it up. I'm gonna you know mm-hmm. do this, do that." And then they go, "I give it you know first to Jan, the first week of January, maybe the second week, and maybe maybe just maybe the third week, and then you know." Almost beginning of February, they just, ah, I don't want to do this. Ah, I'm tired. Oh, I'm busy from work. Oh, this, that, and the third. And then it's just like, you got you to gotta, like, keep going. Mm-hmm. You just can't just stop. Like, I get you're going to have your days. You're going to feel lazy. You're not going to do anything. But you got to get back onto that goal. And I feel like so many people have things like goals or things they want to do and achieve. But then they just fall off because mm-hmm. they don't want to put in the work. Yeah. And that's where it gets back to just where I say stay focused. Mm-hmm. I can't lose track of, you know, where I am now and where I want to be. And I feel like where I am wanting to go in life, I feel like I'm on a clear cut path and I just have to stay focused on that path. Mm-hmm. The same way with like going to the gym, you have to stay focused on, you know, if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to, you know, gain muscle, if you're trying to, um, I don't know, prepare for anything, stay focused. Mm-hmm. True. You good? You yeah. Good? All right, man. You know, thank you for listening, man. This is what's good. What's up? No, no, no. Dang, dang, my fault. You sitting there laughing at me or something? Nah, nah, I was just. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. I know it's been a long time, but you know, I feel like you know I'm going to be really consistent with this podcast thing, and I have a whole you know a friend that I've been friends with for a long time that I want to you know he wanted to bring it back and he wanted to be part of it so you know i'm glad that i got Kyrie irving in here you know just trying to Kyrie irving you said Kyrie. no like i said like Kyrie. Irving. okay Kyrie. my fault my get fault. it because my name is Kyrie. my fault chief my fault chief chief suebo <laughs> but go ahead but you know thank you for listening guys and you know stay tuned for the next one you know